0: If you want more do more that's it it's very simple like you can't build a physique overnight you can't magically have a six-pack overnight it takes time it takes patience like when i see someone who's in shape and someone who's fit right there boom i know that person is a rock star number why number one
1: Welcome to the Dr. Espen Podcast, where we explore the latest in quantum science, personal development, consciousness, and spirituality, health, as well as business and money mastery. Join me as I interview experts from all over the world sharing the most incredible stories of transformation. This is where we provide you with the exact tools and coaching activities you need to expand your consciousness in each of the eight areas of your life. For more info on our events, programs, coaching, etc., go to drespen.com for the full quantum experience. Welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast. I'm Espen. Today, I'm joined by Josh York. This is going to be an exciting conversation about health, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, bottle. also, and I think very importantly, this is for you if you have an idea, a vision, a dream. And you want to get it to the world and you want to do it big, not just nationally, but internationally. And that's exactly what Josh has done. So from sitting at his parents' dining room, thinking about creating an international brand, Gym Guys founder and CEO Josh York is an American dream come true. 15 years ago, he was hammering out the idea of how to get a mobile in-fitness service as a training provider to people actually getting the personal training and the personal trainer to the people rather than them going to a gym which is of course a very different approach right and now he's boasting over 150 locations across three countries he's in america canada now uh, uk and going into asia soon which is really cool and he has a lot of expertise in fitness including heart cold therapy nutrition and many other things so i'm really excited to have this conversation because for me as well being a multidisciplinary owner of multiple clinics i know what it's like to run a lot of businesses at the same time but this is the next level we're talking 150 plus locations and now scaling internationally so stay tuned for this conversation i'm really excited where this could go josh welcome brother how are you man
0: Thank you so much, man. I'm fantastic, and I appreciate you having me on the show. It's a
1: pleasure. I wanna, yeah. I wanna ask. Firstly, before we jump into the details of all the ways that we could go, what was it that within you that wanted to start something like Gym Guys to get the service to the people, and it's clearly worked out remarkably well. Well, what was it inside of you that inspired you to start Gym Guys?
0: That's a, that's a great question. You know, I've always been a personal trainer. That's how I started out. My High school, my, ending my high school years into my college years, I was always a trainer, always training people. The problem, I've always said this, is being a trainer and being a doctor is exactly the same. No patients, you're not in business. No clients, you're not in business, right? So I always ask myself, how can I make money when I'm not working? Because being a trainer, it's just not scalable. You can't do it forever. There's only one you and there's only so many hours in the day. And I went to school, I got my degree, and they told me, you need to get a nine-to-five job. And as a personal trainer, I was making a lot of money. I was making almost $200,000 a year as a trainer. I gave up that salary to start a nine-to-five job making $35,000 a year because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Gave up all my clients, gave up everything. And I'll never forget that first day I went to that office. It was the most miserable experience I've ever, like, you know, when you go into like, just, just a random place, let's say you walk in and there's just bad energy and you just feel it. That was the type of energy in this office. And I started looking into like statistics around people and work and, and happiness and, It's an actual stat that 85% of people drive to work committing spiritual suicide. They're miserable. They're unhappy. Monday's the worst day of the week. Sunday night around 7 p.m., people develop anxiety. Wednesday, all right, it's a little bit better. It's the halfway point. And Friday, people are bouncing off the walls to live for two days a week. That's horrible. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to go back into fitness. I went back into fitness. At the time, one of my clients came in late, and she said, Josh— I wish you can come to my house. I just don't have any equipment. And I was like, wow, that's like the most simplest idea. No one's ever professionalized it. I'm going to do it. So I got a van, stocked it with all the necessary equipment, enough equipment to provide you a fantastic workout, 365 days a year, backed by our three C's, convenient, customized, and creative workouts. And we're going to service clients anywhere, right? In-home, on-site, virtual, Home, office, pool, park, place of worship, hospital, senior homes, assisted living facilities, daycares, corporations, you name it, we bring it right to you. And today we service over 2,000 cities, three countries, and over 600 team members. We are rapidly expanding and continuing to expand. And I always say it's great to make a living. It's much better to make a difference. And we help people and we change lives.
1: Oh, I love that synopsis. And I think so many people can relate to this. I mean, I think you even shared the stat there, 85% of people driving to work miserable. And we know that the majority of heart attacks happen in that morning hour on a Monday as well because of so much you know, stress. And spiritual suicide is a really interesting thing. I mean, I was a PT and personal trainer myself for 12 years. Absolutely loved it. Loved being fit. Loved training with people who wanted to be fit. Loved getting them moving, breathing you know, stretching, sometimes crying, all the good stuff. So I think this is brilliant. And I think this is really important to for those listening, considering, are you really passionate about what you do? Is it actually your highest value? And I think what we're learning here is how we could innovate. So think yep. about this for a moment, how you could innovate from an existing business or type industry into something brand new. I love it, brother. So you know you're you want to come to Australia. You're thinking of uh, Asia. You talked about you're doing the expansion. What's happening now?
0: Yeah, we're working. We're working on some deals right now. Nothing set in stone, but working on some deals. Australia is a prime prime market for us. A great market. Our concept will take off there like crazy. I know it will. And that's no, that's honestly number one on the list. I might even just saying that? That we're on the phone, we're on this call together. But that's number one on the list. Of Australia, and uh, it's just look. Here's the here's the deal, right? 90% of people that have a gym membership, don't go. Treadmills become the most amazing clothing racks, and people are not going to turn on apps because they're naturally procrastinators. You want to get real results is through accountability and human interaction. That's not going anywhere. And this is why we're continuing to win. And that's not going to stop. Robots can't replace that. Artificial intelligence can't replace that. Nothing's going to replace that. This is not a fad. This is a lifestyle. and. You know, you brush your teeth two, three times a day. I hope so, right? Well, same rules apply with your with your body. You got to take care of your body. You got to be consistent because, you know, I know it's, you know, kind of cliche, but your health is your wealth. And that, that's a fact.
1: I love that. And what you said here about accountability is absolutely key. And I think that's what a lot of people are, quote unquote, paying for the idea, the yep. vision of going to the gym and having them in membership. That's great. But that, is that an actual stat? Like 90% of people that have gym memberships don't actually go regularly.
0: That is a legit stat. Yes.
1: That's interesting. That is uh, good for the gyms and sad for the people. So what made you want to create this unique approach to fitness that is offering in-home? I mean, obviously, accountability is one thing. And thinking about what this means, I I was actually saying this the other day, how much more likely you are now, listeners, viewers, and so on, to show up at the gym at 6 a.m. if there is a trainer waiting there for you, and in this instance, to get up in the morning and be ready at 6 a.m. at your house, when the trainer is coming, rather than sleeping in. What are some of the results that you've seen with your clients, Josh, considering you're you're coming to them?
0: It's very simple. There's no excuses, right? There's no excuses. That's it. No excuses. We take out the excuses from it. And at the end of the day, you know, of course, we have clients that sometimes want to cancel. They don't want to do it. But we don't give them an option. And after we show up and we're there and their workout's done, by the time we're done, they are extremely happy that they did it. Yeah.
1: I love it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit of business and then we'll pivot into the health side of things. What has been some of the, to going from, hey, listen, um, that's a great idea, you know, your client brings the idea and you come to her, and then you scale. What have been some of the most useful tips for, say, young entrepreneurs out there thinking, okay, well, this gentleman started from scratch and now is, you know, 150-plus locations and so on and so forth. So what's the journey been like to scale to, to a, a company that's going global?
0: The journey is very painful. It's extremely painful. But I'll tell you something right now: the easy way never pays well. Progress is pain, and if you don't start getting more uncomfortable, well, you're not going to grow. Because the more you, the more uncomfortable you become, the more comfortable you become. If that makes sense to you, you got to be, you got to be uncomfortable, and um, you should be suffering on a daily basis. And I use fitness as that component for me to suffer because when you suffer on a daily basis and you put yourself through hard things. It makes the rest of the day just that much easier because you've already suffered. I mean, you've done the hard things for the day. But look, it's about taking action, okay? Everyone's waiting for this perfect moment. Everyone wants the sun to be shining and birds chirping, 72 degrees out, light little wind. And it's just that today we're going to start. The time is always yesterday. You should not be waiting, right? Start now and get after it. I always say fire, aim, ready, not ready, aim, fire. Figure it out after commit and just get after it. If you have an idea and there's a demand for it, and it's a great idea, go after it and do it. Stop waiting around. Cause the problem is most people are sitting by, you know, the majority of people sit and just wait and think and think. And then someone like me comes around and I'm just going to eat your meal every single time because I don't, I don't waste any time. I get after it and I take action. A lot of people, you know, most people just, just talk, talk, talk. You need to do, do, do right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, totally. I totally feel that. And I think this is important as well. You know, I don't know, what are your thoughts on what's been happening in the last three, four years in the world? You know, in Australia, the government's been handing out a lot of money to people. People are getting complacent. They're getting spoiled that a lot of people are sitting at home, not really wanting to take action because it's easy just to get a paycheck. And I think really we've lost a lot of self reliance. And that's something that I see with you when I look at what you've done in work, what you've done in your life. There's a lot of self reliance there. What are your thoughts on what's happening in the world and what people really need? need to do in terms of take action and other things
0: yeah I think we need more leaders in the world I think the majority of people are soft like marshmallows I think they mm-hmm. fold like cheap chairs I think people need to get you know stop stop trying to make excuses and complain and trying to take handouts and get out there and get out there and be a leader when you're a good leader you will create other good leaders people think you know whoever's going to be the president or whoever's in the government is going to save you no one's coming to save you you need to save yourself That's it. That's a fact. Like, I'm always going to win. I'm going to win every single day. My friend, I even win when I lose because losses are lessons. But that's just my mindset. My mindset is most most different than most people because I'm not normal and normal doesn't work and you should never want to be normal. But people need to toughen up and stop the nonsense, right? Like, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I think it's crazy how people complain. I think it's crazy how people say they want more. If you want more, do more. That's it. It's very simple. Like you can't build a physique overnight. You can't magically have a six pack overnight. It takes time. It takes patience. Like when I see someone who's in shape and someone who's fit right there, boom, I know that person is a rock star. Number why? Number one, they, they could deal with the pain. They could deal with the grit. They can deal with the consistency of getting after it over and over and over again, because building a great physique, like <laughs> you have to do it for years and years and years and keep doing it and keep coming back same rules apply in life like nothing's going to be handed to you you're not going to get some magical fairy dust that's going to get sprinkled on you and all of a sudden you're you're going to be successful you got to put in the work and that's what i think
1: oh i couldn't agree more so for those listening watching think about this what is it in your life right now that you're avoiding where in your life right now do you need to take action and this is critical because if we don't take action nothing happens we know this you can sit on the sidelines and watch your entire life watch your entire life go past Okay, yeah. brother. So let's segue a little bit. I love this conversation about getting uncomfortable. I actually did a podcast on this myself, I think it's about two days ago. And I was saying, I get up in the morning and every single time I do the same thing. I mean, I exercise in different ways, but I have a routine and it's yeah. always pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. It always includes my breath, always gets me into a cold shower or an ice bath, depending on where I am. And it always involves deliberately, and this is how I say it voluntarily submitting myself into suffering because once I've done that hour in the morning, which is, you know, I can even do a 20-minute hit workout and I'm still staying in great, in great shape, right? So you don't have to spend two hours. There are other ways of doing it. But that yep. ritual for me in the morning of actually getting up and deliberately my mind goes, no, Espen, you don't want, and I'm going, okay, time to be quiet. This is how we're doing it. And then I lean in to the suffering. And as you mentioned beautifully, I'd love your take on this. Then every, the rest of the day becomes a breeze because you've tackled that challenge, uh, you know, first thing in the morning or whenever you're doing it. What are your thoughts on the matter as to deliberately getting uncomfortable for not just health, but also for peak performance in life and business?
0: Listen, I agree 100%. I have so... I know that I just, the whole ice bath crap has gotten so popular. Man, I've been doing. I'm 40 years old. I've been doing it since I'm 17 years old. I've never missed a day, ever, ever. The first thing I do when I wake up, the first thing I do. I'm up every day at 3:29. The first thing I do is I go into my garage and I jump into a 27 degree ice bath every single day. Now, do you think I like doing that? Hell no. I hate it. I'm scared every single day. I don't want to do it. And now we're in the winter season here. So it's cold as hell in my garage. It was this morning. It was like 31 degrees. The ice bath's 27, you know, like it's a special day. Once you get a match. So when you get a 27 outside and a 27, in the ice in the ice bath, that's a special day in my book, but it's cold as hell, man. But you know what? There's 24 hours in a day. I stand there for three minutes. So that's three minutes out of 24 hours, suck it up and do it. And you know what, when you're done, you feel great. And you know what? Going into that is, is there's so many benefits for you, you have no idea. And I will tell you something, because I never used to do it like this. I used to do it after my workout, but I was doing some research and reading that if you actually pre-cool your body before exercise, you can naturally increase your testosterone. Well, let me tell you something. That is so legit, because I tested it myself. My testosterone has almost doubled in like six months of starting to do that before I work out. So I pre-cool my body, hop out. Wash up, brush my teeth, eat something. As I'm driving to get my workout on, I'm literally shivering still. As soon as I start getting my workout going, I start warming up. And it's the most incredible thing in the world. But this, but it doesn't stop there, right? So now I'm working out. Now there's people who work out and there's people who work out. I work out, right? Like I push myself. I like to lift heavy-ass weights. And then I always like to do HIIT cardio. I've been doing HIIT cardio. I swear by it whether I'm doing sprints, whether I'm doing intervals on an assault bike, I just do crazy stuff sometimes where I lose my hearing for like five, 10 minutes or I'll start seeing little stars. I push myself to a level that most people won't push themselves to, but you know what? When someone comes in that day, God forbid, and they say, you know what, Josh, I quit. You know what I say? Take care and brush your hair. That's it. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Everyone's replaced. You can find someone else. You have a problem. The pandemic hits. Well, you know what? Why everyone else is crying and worrying I'm strong as hell mentally because I'm so mentally resilient. It doesn't affect me. Was I nervous? Of course. Do people know that? Hell no, because I'm a leader and I'm never going to show those true colors. But at the end of the day, these are important things and you should suffer daily. The more you suffer, the greater you're going to become. And honestly, if you are not in shape, if you can't stand naked, take off all your clothes and stand naked in front of a mirror. And if you're not proud of what you're looking at, well, you better fix that. Because you know what? It's your calling card. People will think differently of you. You will feel better. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel better looking. You're going to operate at a higher level. You're going to have a higher vibration. You need to work out. Very important.
1: I love how you dropped the fire on this, man. And I really trust that you guys are listening and taking this on because your body truly is your temple. And for me, as a physician, having seen thousands of patients, It was a regular trend, sometimes on a daily basis, but certainly at least on a weekly basis where people would come in, we'd do the tests, do the bloods, the x-rays, the tests, whatever. And then I'd sit down with the patient, I'd look him in the eye, you know, with compassion in my heart. But I had to say the same thing. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I can't help you with this one. This is too late. Or I'm sorry, you've got something. It's been there for a long time. I need to refer you to a specialist and so on and so forth. People really don't grasp this component. They think that they're well because they have no symptoms. My mother had cancer for 15 years before she was diagnosed. So how do you take charge? Well, firstly, you've got to recognize that your body truly is your temple. And that three-minute ice bath, that... 20 minute exercise, workout, 60 minutes, whatever, that you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, that's going to be a short term discomfort. But as discussed, the rest of the day is a breeze because now, as Josh beautifully mentioned, that staff member that quits or something that you hear about that's a challenge to you, it's a breeze because you've just had 20 minutes, two minutes, whatever of actual real pain and now you're going wow that's not that bad so i really want to speak to this because and the fire that's coming through this conversation i I love the masculine aspect of this conversation because there are many people and maybe you can relate those watching listening maybe you've been sitting on your ass and you've been waiting and thinking shall i exercise don't let your shoulds become a must or i have no vested interest in you exercising apart from the fact that we want you to be well but what are you waiting for Are you waiting for a diagnosis? Are you waiting for something that you'll regret? Why don't start now and get uncomfortable and actually start to see yourself evolve and grow, shaping yourself into a diamond?
0: Yeah. And let me put this in perspective, okay? I want everyone who's listening to this to think about the doctor that they visit. I will almost bet my life that you know that doctor is not in good shape. I want you to picture your doctor taking their clothes off, Okay. I'm not being inappropriate. I'm being serious. Just to take their shirt off, okay? I want you to picture that. Would you would you really be taking advice from someone like that? Should you be taking advice from like that? Because I tell you, the doctors love to prescribe pills and medication. They should be prescribing fitness, but, you know, look, it's very simple. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to see a doctor who's not in shape, not ripped, and who's fat. It's not happening. It's not happening. They're either in good shape, they look good, and they're taking care of themselves, or a, a Why would I do that? That's like me taking business advice from someone who hasn't built a business. That's like you trying to take advice from me on how to have good hair. I'm bald and beautiful, baby. But you're not going to take advice from me about how to have good hair. You're going to talk to my man over here because this man's got good hair. Unbelievable hair, by the way. But this is the problem. So think about that for a second. You're listening to someone who doesn't look well, who doesn't take care of themselves, and they're telling you what to do. How does that make any sense?
1: I couldn't agree more. Okay, so tell us a little bit about this, why it's so important to have a PT. We've talked about accountability, but what about the other things? What about the nutrition side of things, the psychology side of things, the the human interaction
0: side of things, and so on? 100 percent. You Listen, everyone needs someone to hold them accountable. That's it. Hands down. Yeah. OK, I'm not just I'm not just talking on the training side. I'm talking on the nutrition side. I'm talking on the mobility side. I'm talking on the flexibility side. I'm talking on the stamina, the endurance. Every You need someone to hold you accountable. And you know what? Everyone needs a little help. Right. Everyone needs someone to sometimes just call them out. Give them the truth. The truth might hurt, but the truth is real. And the truth could also save your life having a PT is hands down the most incredible thing you could ever do it you could ever do and let me tell you something you know people sometimes say oh well I can't afford it you can't afford it let me come food shopping with you I guarantee you I could pull enough things out of your cart to at least find one session or two sessions a week or we could do figure out what you're doing on your on your rec- your, your recreational activities maybe you're drinking a little bit too much cut down a couple drinks there's another session maybe you're going out to eat two three days a week cut down one day there's another session there's excuses. And there's execution. Pick one. But you know what? When I walk out every day and I I feel great, I look great. You know what it's like waking up at the crack of dawn. You're exhausted to work out. You're shivering on the way to work out. Then you're done. You're su- you're you you sweat. You you literally sweat your butt off. You push yourself so hard, and you're driving back to go to go shower. Maybe you're showering wherever you're at, and the sun's rising, and you're like, wow. I've already eaten a couple times, I've gotten a workout, I'm I'm working when I'm training because I'm crushing emails, I'm catching up on a day, going through my tasks for the day, and other people are waking up, I'm already in my office working. That's an incredible feeling. And you know what, when you actually look at that and you take those hours and you stack them up day over day over day, what someone gets done in one year, I do about two years of work that someone does in one year because I'm just always on. That's the way you need to look at things. But I guarantee you, you start making those changes, your life will change on every single level. And another thing is, you have kids, people always ask me this question all the time. You know, I'm trying to trying to guide my child, they're not listening to me. Would you listen to you? Would you? Because 99% of the people I see who ask me these questions, I wouldn't listen to you. I don't need to teach my children anything. My kids are animals. They do everything. They have high energy because they see what daddy does. They understand how important it is to be healthy. They know how to read nutritional charts. They know the protein every meal. They know to work out and move your body because they watch what I do. Like I said, the world needs more strong leaders and it all starts with you.
1: Oh, I love this strong message. And I think it's important now to consider this accountability piece. Just let really, let's get really clear on this. When I have spoken about this for 15 years, Anytime I've hit the glass ceiling in business, anytime I've stopped evolving, health-wise, whatever it might be, mentally, relationship-wise, every single time, I've always asked the question, hey, what's the best coach for me to take this to the next level? I will hands down say this. If you do not have a personal trainer in your life, if you do not have an accountability partner that is able to, one, ensure that you get to physical exertion and recovery on a regular basis, two, that does not help you review how you're eating, how you're living, and what's happening in between your two ears, there is absolutely no way that you're going to reach the level of peak performance that is possible for you or even quality of life, self-respect, and feeling like You're actually in love with yourself, not from an egoic perspective, but just the fact that you're okay with with how you look and how you feel. There's no way you'll get into that without someone supporting you. And I think this feels like a bit of a backbone in not only in peak performance, Josh, but also in your business. Hey, people are paying for accountability and support.
0: Yep. 100%, cool. man. 100%.
1: Dude, I love it. Okay, so let's get into the balancing family health and entrepreneurship. I think that's really important. But is there anything else you want to share before we get into that?
0: No, I'm good, man.
1: Okay, so let's talk about this now. Okay, you've got kids, you've got family, you want to be able to balance what you're doing, entrepreneurship, global expansion, and be able to stay consistent. How do you do that? How do you find the balance?
0: Listen, it's very simple. You make the time, right? There's no such thing as work-life balance. Anyone who tells you that is full of it, okay? There's no such thing. The reason I wake up so early is, number one, I like to be up when no one else is up because it's like my quiet time and it's like almost like a therapy to me. That's number one. But number two, I get everything done then, right? Like By the time I come home, I'm showered. Even when I leave in in the morning, my children are still sleeping. But you know what? I play with my kids every night. I'm always focused on them on the weekend. I don't make excuses. I never tell them no when it comes to playing. Like, I will you know, lose another 20, 30 minutes of sleep to make sure I play with my kids because you're never going to get that time back. That's very, very important to me. And you make time. That's it. You make time. There's excuses and there's getting it done. Are you going to miss things? 100%. But you know what? I know when my kids are older, they're going to be so thankful that I've worked my ass off and they'll never have to suffer with the things I had to suffer with and all the pain I've had to go through. And they will have things that they want in life. But you're going to miss things. Do I make every single game? No, I hate it sometimes. I hate it. I had to travel. Literally, I was traveling the last eight and a half weeks in a row, every single week. But you got to do stuff like that. If you want to have things people don't have, you have to do things people won't do. That's it. Oh, can you say that one more time? Just listen. Say that one more time, please. If you want to have things people don't have, you have to be willing to do things people won't do.
1: Boom. Pretty freaking simple, right? Makes sense. What are you avoiding? And what do you need to do to have the things you want to have to experience the things you want to experience? Okay. So making the time to really be present with our family and have the balance. I think this is really beautiful. Okay. Uh, Second, last question, brother. Actually two more. And then my last question, Uh, how do you cultivate an unstoppable mindset? We've talked about action. What other things are in place here?
0: You know, it's funny. Like, I used to actually suffer from anxiety really bad, like, really bad. I used to throw up every morning for years, for years and years and years. And you know how I cured it? I never took a pill. I didn't go to the doctor and say, give me medicine. I worked out. I worked it out. A workout can cure anything. Okay. Movement cures anything. That's what I believe. And over time, I started saying to myself, like, what's going to be so bad? Like, what's going to be so bad? Okay. Let's say I lose everything tomorrow. What's going to be so bad? Am I going to die? No, I'm going to figure out a way, you know, look, if you can't get into the to the front of the house, where are you going to go? You're going to go to the back of the house. If you can't get into the back of the house, you'll try maybe a side door or a window, or maybe you'll try to climb up on a ladder, see if you can go down the chimney like Santa. Who knows? But if there's no way to get in the house, what are you going to do? I'm going to rent a big ass Mack truck and I'm going to drive right through the freaking place. That's how I'm going to get in. Bottom line is, there's always a way. So how do you develop a resilient mindset? You do hard things every single day. Not one day, not two days, every single day. And if you don't want to do it, here's a little mental game you play with yourself. You think I like waking up every day at 329? No, I do not. But every morning I wake up, I just say, you know what? If I don't get out of bed, something bad's bad is going to happen to my family. That gets me up every single day. That's it. That's what I do. And I like to say I'm literally a sniper's best friend. I take the same step at the same second every single day. I'm so calculated, it's not even normal. But you know what? That's what breeds success. That is what's needed. That type of level of detail, that type of level of obsession, it's needed to be successful. And when you start doing that on a daily basis and doing things that you don't, like I I never see anyone do things I do, especially when I'm working out. I'm, I'm crazy. And that's honestly the greatest compliment you can ever give me. Because I am crazy. But you know what? I know I'm better than everybody else. Now, I'm not saying that to be arrogant. I am saying that in the most confident manner ever. That's what I believe. That's what you should believe. I believe no one's better than me. You should believe the same thing. That's how you develop a resilient mindset.
1: huh Knowing that you are indeed, then, to put it this way, certainly unique. No one can compete with you when you're being you and the best that you could be anyway. So you surely should be believing in yourself that you are freaking incredible. Okay, before we segue into the final question, you know, guns blazing, 150 locations around the world, peak performance, strong mindset, love it. Rest periods, why are they so important? I mean, if you're coming at it like a bull out of gate, there surely must be a time to take a breath. And obviously, we break down the muscle when we lift that weight. We don't get fit when we exercise, mentally, surely. But physically, we get fit when that muscle recovers. Tell us about rest periods and why they're so important, please.
0: So every 9 to 12 weeks, it's so crazy because I actually printed out an article about this years ago, and I'm so crazy in my head that I have to read it every time I do it. Cause I'm so freaking like most people can't work out. Like I, I die when I don't work out, but I actually take a week off every nine to 12 weeks. And I swear, I swear by it, swear. The only thing I do is I still do my ice bath and I'm a big hockey player. So I still play hockey that week, but I take a break from everything. I, I you know, I do the saunas three, four times a week. I'm in the sauna. I take a break from everything except for that ice bath and except for hockey, but I literally don't do anything. I just take that week off. I sleep a little bit more and that's it. After those seven days, sometimes I've done it for like 10, 12, 13 days, depending on my body. Let me tell you something. Every time is different. Sometimes you come back and you feel incredible, but sometimes that first week you don't feel great, but the second week you feel incredible. It's hands down the most important thing. Now, who is this important for? It's important for people that actually work out not people who just like, you know, la lolly la la and walk on the treadmill. If you actually work out, what happens is you break down your tendons, your ligaments, your central nervous system. You kill like receptors in your body, nerves. You need, everything needs time to recover. And I do take two days off a week. Technically, I don't really ever rest because I'm always doing something active. Like, you know, I play hockey on Saturdays. I'm constantly hiking or doing, I'm always active or I'm bike riding. But like, I don't work out with weights two days a week. But two days a week is not enough time. And you will start to feel it when you know your body. And usually between that 9 to 12 range, depending on the time, you start feeling it and you start feeling really lethargic and you feel like... And if you push through it, you will get hurt. So I've done it 700 times. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten smarter. And I just put in my head like, you know what, I'm taking off, that's it. It's a time for me to relax, try to get excited about it. And it's crazy. It really works. It really works. And And the majority of people that you see who exercise, they most likely look the same and they never, ever change. Why? Because they're never letting their body rest. Rest is a very important part of the program.
1: Love it. Okay, let's summarize before we get to the final question. Control your mind. Know that you need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. If you want to be successful, you've got to take action. Regular, consistent, out of your comfort zone, action. Accountability. Get a personal trainer, get a coach, Have them for the rest of your life. Now, you'll outgrow some of them so you'll get new ones. But always have a coach, trainer, and accountability partner. I'm I'm working out with my PT in about five hours. I cannot wait. I know he's going to smash me and I'm fucking pumped. (laughs) Right? Balance, rest, um, taking the time to be present with the family. Many other amazing shares that we've had so far. And the whole noticing how you're showing up in the world, taking action, and really honoring your body now, not just – and, you know, what I just want to put my spin on it. It goes like this. You think it's difficult getting up in the morning or, you know, whatever. Maybe you exercise lunchtime, whatever's working for you, as long as you get it done regularly and for the rest of your life. You think that's painful, getting uncomfortable? Well, what about living in a body that is chronically sick, lethargic, tired, low frequency and you just feel like life is blah why because you haven't done anything right and so you think it's uncomfortable getting and I, i'm paraphrasing but getting in an ice bath and exercising with a personal trainer that is nothing compared to the uncomfort discomfort and suffering that happens when you eat shit and you don't move would you agree
0: 100 but listen also just to just to add to that like you can eat like crap sometimes. Like it's called the eighty twenty rule. Like I mm-hmm. love cookies. I love ice cream. I love brownies. But like I do enjoy myself. Like I love a nice chicken parm with some pasta. But I don't eat like that all the time. I eat very well 80% of the time. And then when your body's consistent, you can enjoy like people think you need to stop your life. You can still enjoy
1: I, I, I do just the same, Monday to Friday, intermittent fasting, and I live clean and eat strong. And then on the weekends, I'll, tomorrow, uh, sorry, on this Saturday, I'll make pancakes with my son. I think this is a great point. Okay, last there question, Josh. Here we go. You ready? Straight off the cuff. It goes like this. You're on the world stage. Millions and millions of people around the world are all tuning in, watching and listening and excited to hear your message to the world right now. When you're ready to take a breath, far away, what's your message to the world right now?
0: My message is the world is to do the right thing, right? Take action. Go out there, make people proud, and use Gym Guys because we're going to help you change your life. <laughs> Love it. I, I had to throw the Gym Guys in there because I'm all about the branding and I'm all about the brand. But but at the end of the day, listen, do the right thing, right? Do the right thing, you know? do, do Always do the right thing when you feel. Always. Like, you know... People. A lot of people get peer pressured. A lot of people try to fit in. Just do what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with. That's it. And you know what? When you do good, good comes back to you. So put good out in the universe, good comes back to you. I promise you, every single time it does.
1: Absolutely awesome. Okay, so if you're in any of these countries that Josh has mentioned in regards to Gym Guys, look it up. And where can people go to find out more about you, Josh?
0: Yeah, honestly, if you just type in handsome, I come up on like every single search engine. You just type in handsome. No, if you, if, if you I'm joking. No, I'm not joking. Um, just type in Josh York. You know, I come up Josh York, GG, Instagram, um, Josh York, LinkedIn. You, you'll you find me. Just, just, just search my name and I come up.
1: That's awesome, brother. Thank you for your fire. Thank you for sharing with us how we can get out of our comfort zones and take that step to next level of success in both life and business. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for your time.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much.
1: Of course. Peace out, everybody. Bye once again thank you so much for listening and if you want to learn more about how to walk the quantum path into life mastery business mastery uh, if you want to learn more about our live events or coaching or anything that we offer go to www.drespen.com that's d-r-e-s-p-e-m.com or email info at drespen.com and let's find out how we can help you take your life your business and your mission to a whole nother level we'll see you next time